I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Cloudy tonight with a low of 38. An estranged married couple is dead following a murder-suicide this morning in Williamson County. The Sheriff's Department reports 36-year-old Robert Allmiller from Harrisburg entered Integrated Health at 310 West Plaza in Carterville just before 9 a.m. and shot his estranged wife, 32-year-old Michelle Allmiller. She died from her injuries at Memorial Hospital of Carbondale. Law enforcement then started searching for Robert R. Miller. He was found with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound inside his vehicle in a field near the intersection of Cardinal Lane and Cypress Drive in Cambria. Out of an abundance of caution during the search for Allmiller, Johnny Logan College, Carterville Public Schools, and the SIH Cancer Center were secured for public safety. Local lawmakers say the House passage of an assault weapons ban in Illinois will face legal challenges. WSIU's Benji Jeffords has more. Senate Bill 2226 bans manufacturing, selling, and purchasing of dozens of firearms and also requires large-capacity magazine clips to be modified to hold no more than 12 rounds or be destroyed. State Representative Patrick Winhorse says this ban is a violation of the Second Amendment of the Constitution. That right is not to be infringed. Uh, as we've talked about, these firearms are in common use or by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands throughout the state owned by uh, individuals lawfully and I believe would be protected by the Second Amendment and that would uh, mean that this statute would be in violation of that. The legislation also extends firearm restraining orders from six months to one year. Six Southern Illinois legislators, including Windhorst, will hold a town hall meeting about gun control at the Marion Cultural and Civic Center January 17th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. For WSIU, I'm Benji Jeffords. The Senate will return to session on Sunday. The Illinois Department of Corrections may be able to keep detainees needing mental health care in jail longer if there aren't enough available beds at outpatient facilities. State senators passed the measure this morning, but several Republicans said this would lead to people serving too much jail time. Democrat sponsor of the bill, Ann Gillespie, says the measure helps provide care as outpatient facilities are short-staffed. The bill now heads to the House for a final vote. The Illinois House has voted to expand and protect reproductive rights in the state. The Patient and Provider Protection Act shields out-of-state doctors and women seeking an abortion from any legal ramifications. It makes birth control available over-the-counter and requires Plan B emergency contraception vending machines at state colleges in Illinois. The measure is supported by Planned Parenthood of Illinois' Bridget Leahy. We want to make sure that Illinois is a haven for people, that not just our rights are protected, but also that the people who are providing the care, the people who are accessing the care are protected, and that you can actually exercise your rights in our state. State Representatives Dave Severin of Benton, Patrick Windhorst of Metropolis, and Paul Jacobs of Pomona all voted against the measure. The bill still needs to be voted on by the Senate, which is working on its own abortion protection legislation. Illinois lawmakers passed legislation this week making it easier for people to charge or to change the gender on their birth certificate. Bill sponsor Senator Laura Fine says just like you would for a driver's license, anyone seeking to update their gender to male, female, or X could do so without certification from a physician. We have witnessed extreme attacks against this community throughout our country, legislatively, emotionally, and physically. 
In Illinois, with this legislation, we are stating that everyone is welcome here. Although this sounds like a simple procedure, the meaning behind this legislation sends a strong message that the people of Illinois support our family, friends, and neighbors in the trans community. The bill still must be signed into law by the governor. If that happens, the bill would take effect in July. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.